Space Force releases their anthem, and it's pretty awesome. Russia threatens to move the Ukraine war to the next level, and Joe Re- Joe Biden responds by screaming about climate change, and the de- and a detransitioner issues a dire warning right when Tennessee decides to investigate a gender clinic. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you're having a great day. Now, I know there's a ton of news. A ton of news. Um, Donald Trump today is being investigated or being sued by the the, the, uh, city of New York City. Um, We'll talk about that. It's a big nothing burger. But we'll talk about it. I need to actually read what she's... I didn't even hear what she said. But I need to hear and read what she said and what she wrote and why they're suing him. Um, And then I will have to come up with... Why I have to come up with the words as to why this is garbage. And it is. It's garbage. This is not a thing. So we'll talk about that. I don't even know if it's going to see the inside of a courtroom. That's how bad this whole thing sounds. And then uh, the Fed rose the interest rates 0.75% to tamp down on um, to tamp down on uh, inflation. We're going to have to see with that one what's going to happen. Uh, I expected a stock market crash. I don't think the stock. I'm going to take a look right now just to uh, just to get an idea. Um, do, 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 do. Hold on one second. I'll look it up here. There it is. Uh, the stock market, yep, it fell 522 points. So that's not good. And that's after it fell. It's just hanging above uh, 30,000 right now. So that's not good. But we'll talk about that tomorrow because that is not exactly... The Fed had to do this. Yeah, we'll have to talk about why it's not enough. They're going to need to do a lot more before they get to it. But let's get let's get to our news. First, we've got our daily Kamalaism. Um, Kamala is at a speech at a Claflin University in South Carolina, and she was with Miguel Cardona, the education secretary. And she's talking to student leaders there. And what she's primarily talking about is she's talking about uh, government helping out businesses and banks within the communities, and of course she has the she has all of the speech. She can speak like Winston Churchill. She is just fantastic at this. Let's listen to her and see if you can find because one of the things she does when she starts talking and doesn't know what to say and is gotten confused or teleprompter flicked off or whatever it is, she has a tendency of repeating one word over and over and over again. Now let's see if you can figure out which word that is. So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. Of course, she's being the community uh, of the community of Twitter basically pointed out that she used the term community about 14 times and the community that is Twitter's community did not, I thought that was absolutely funny. 
I do want to point out something in a political sense here or economic sense that did bother me. They're sure spending a lot of money on community banks. And I don't mean that as a joke of her use of the word community. I mean, I really think the federal government needs to stay out of banking altogether. If you take a look at our economy right now, do you really want them dealing with banks? But I, I don't know. I thought it was funny. And she does this every time. This is what she does. She gets off prompt. She gets off the prompter. And she either and you can tell she's off the prompter when she begins to laugh hysteric cackle hysterically at her own jokes. And the other thing you can do, if you watch her, if you do watch her, and I didn't notice this until now, when she's lost in the middle of her speech and she is just making crap up, she starts nodding. I never noticed that before until I, I don't know who said it, but she'll she'll just start nodding. Like you you agree with me, right? Something like that. So there's your Kamalaism for the day. Wasn't the only one, not from her. There were a couple others, but I want to get through all of these stories. So yesterday, that yesterday was a big day too. So yesterday, the United States Space Force released their new anthem. Now it's not long, and it's actually pretty good. It's it's a little snappy. It's not. I mean, it's you know the military making a song, but it's not terrible. Why don't you let's listen to it. Okay, not terrible. It's got a little bit of that. It, it's it's got a little bit of that Star Trek and Russian national anthem kind of vibe to it, which I thought was kind of strange in the beginning. But it the words are very nice. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I like it. Now, what I do want to point out here is this. I think was one of Donald Trump's biggest moves when he was president. And he had a lot of them. I mean, the Abraham Accords, the economy, um, the walking into North Korea, things like that. But this was one of the bigger ones. I would even think outside of the Abraham Accords, this was probably his greatest uh, work. And you can tell it's very important because Joe Biden hasn't broken up this group yet, which, I, you know, he's basically dismantled everything Trump's done. Um, we will need to work in space, especially for defense. Missile and laser systems, which we've already developed, are not going to be terrestrial if they're going to be effective. Uh, those hypersonic missiles that they're talking about, well, you're not going to be able to shoot them down from the ground. You're going to have to get into space, be able to monitor, and then laser those damn things down. Now, we already have missile defense, laser missile defense technology. We're already testing it. It's already in commercial. I mean, we're already hearing about it on the news. This is nothing new. But those lasers are not going to help if, if we are on the ground 
and we shoot them from a ship. It, the missile has to actually go over the ship for this to work. So satellites are going to be very important. And our missile defense systems are going to have to be in space. We have the technology. We use our satellites for our intelligence. We can take a picture of a kids playing in a backyard across the world or on the other side of the world from 120 miles up in the air. We can do that. What's more important is China has also declared that they're going to into space. Remember, just two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I can't remember how long ago, they had declared that the moon is Chinese territory and that the United States and has threatened the United States if they decide to go back to the moon. Which is weird because China's never really been to, never been to the moon. I mean, they, they've sent ships up there, but they've never been able to land on it or anything. So them declaring it their territory is crap, especially considering we have our flags on the moon. I hope future administrations, whether they be leftist or conservative, and I think this they probably won't do this, they fund this group. And they don't work with NASA because NASA is terrible. NASA is inefficient, overpriced. Look at that, that ship they're trying to launch to the moon now. I mean, it's, it's now been scrubbed twice and it doesn't look like it's going up anytime soon. And they spent almost, I think they spent almost a trillion dollars on it. They spent a lot of money on that, on that uh, spaceship. And they can't get the thing off the off the ground. I tell you what, I would rather you guys contract with Elon with Elon Musk and SpaceX. Contract with Amazon. Contract with Virgin Atlantic. These are companies that are actually putting ships into space. And if you have enough money, you can go into space. Let them solve the problems. Because they know how to solve problems and they know how to do it efficiently. Because let's face it, if SpaceX scrubs their, their ships all the time and they're as inefficient as NASA, well, they're not going to be making any money on it. That's why always remember, free market is always the best thing. So this is something we should talk about, and I've been kind of ignoring it. Um, the Ukraine war is not going well for Russia. Over the last few weeks, Ukraine has performed a counteroffensive and are beginning to push, uh, push Russian troops further south. Right now, Russia controls the southern portion of Ukraine, the southeastern portion of Ukraine. They did control a lot of territory in the northern part of Ukraine, but they got pushed back. President Zelensky is smelling victory here. And now he's saying, just give me a little bit more. I can push him completely out of the country. And he's stating we that... Ukraine will not give up one square foot of Ukraine to Russia. Now, I understand where he's coming from. I, I, I get it. I, I don't know. He's not running his own. He's running the war, but he's not. This is not his war. The, it, this is the United States war. Any country that's giving them all of the weapons and all of this stuff, we're actually fighting the war. As a matter of fact, for the most part, this is a shadow war between the United States and Russia. It's good to know we're kicking their asses. For Vlad Putin, this is really, really, really bad news. Defeat for a Russian leader, just like for the Soviet leaders, 
is not an option. A, a loss would basically mean the end of his rule and probably the end of his life. So he has got to win. The problem is right now negotiating with Zelensky doesn't even sound like that's an idea. That's a that's a option. Now that's saying something since Zelensky has been wanting to negotiate with Putin at the start of the war when it looked like uh, Russia was going to just walk over Ukraine. Now they're not, and, and Zelensky is saying screw off. Here's the thing: Putin knows he's in trouble. He's already killing people. Apparently, there were three of his right-hand men that were killed. One was apparently thrown off a building. So he's beginning to separate himself from his leadership to, to, by just getting rid of his leadership. So today, the Russian military, today or yesterday, last night, it, it was one of the two. I don't understand the time change. But the, Rus the Russian military is constricting reservist civilians who are 35 and under. Men have started, they want to gather 350,000 additional troops. Now what's scary, conscripts, they're basically given rifles and to told to go shoot, shoot at something. So they're sending in people that quite honestly are civilians and don't know how to do war. How do you think that's going to go? I don't care if it's 300. And by the way, that's the communist way. That is the communist way. Don't kid yourself. Russia is a communist. They're not the Soviet Union, but they're just communist in another name. They have lots of people, so they throw lots of people. They don't have a lot of technology, but they throw lots of people at, at war, and they hope to overpower them. By the way, that's China, too. China's technology, yes, they, they've made technological gains, basically, from the United States. But China probably couldn't fight a war with the United States. That's one of the reasons why I think China is trying to weaken the United States by TikTok and, you know, all this stuff that they're doing. They're trying, I mean, we're all fat now. We're all, we're all transgender. Don't think none of that stuff is pushed by China. Fentanyl, the fentanyl over the border, that's all coming from China. As a matter of fact, a lot of Republicans today and a lot of a lot of regular people are sitting back and saying fentanyl is not a drug to keep us happy. Fentanyl is a drug. It's a poison. It's there to kill us. These people are sending us this stuff to kill us. They're doing a good job. 108,000 last year, and we're probably going to be going to beat that this year. So, Vladimir Putin has hired these 3 350,000 people quote, to protect the homeland, its sovereignty, and territorial integrity, to ensure the security of our people and the people in, in the liber liberated areas. By the way, what if Ukraine is ever defeated, they would be considered a, quote, liberated area, end quote, after they're killing everybody and burying them in mass graves and torturing them, rape, all the fun stuff that happens in war. But of course, the biggest threat is the nuclear threat. So, Putin doubled down on this stuff because he had said this once before. But of course, Putin would rather not get into a nuclear war. But he did mention it. Quote, to those who, I wouldn't, I can't play this soundbite because he's only speaking Russian. To those who allow themselves such statements regarding Russia, I want to remind you that our country has 
various means of destruction and for separate components and more modern than those of NATO countries. And when the, territor when our, when the territorial integrity of our country is threatened to protect Russia and our people, we will certainly use all means at our disposal. It's not a bluff. And one of the things, one of the things he added, because that that doesn't, well, Gene, he didn't really say anything. Yeah, well, he said, yes, but with our technology, the winds blow towards Europe. He was basically saying the fallout could will blow towards Europe, and Europe will suffer the same fate. Now, do you think? Do I think this is a real threat? The answer is yes, I do. I, Putin is not healthy. He, some say he's dying. He's insane. He's nuts. And he wants to remain in power for as long as he can. If he does not win this war, he will not be in power. Combine that with the West being weak. The only thing that might stop Russia right now from using tactical nukes in China, which tactical nukes are not the, the big ones that blow everything up, but tactical nukes are, are just as bad. They're, they're not great. There's no such thing as a good nuke. The only thing that might stop him from using tactical nukes is China. I'm not sure China has the stomach for a country it is supporting to use nuclear weapons and actually increase the temperature. Xi and Putin have been tight since this war started. Putin might be discouraged by Xi from doing something like that. I don't know, but it's possible. Time will tell as this war moves on. And there is a time limit. Winter is coming in the Ukraine. It's going to be very difficult to fight in the frigid temperatures. As a matter of fact, one of the thoughts was this will be negotiated over by October. Because in November, December, January, nobody's fighting. This was such a big deal. This threat that, that Putin made today was such a big deal that President Biden decided to address it in front of the United Nations. Why? I don't know. The UN is actually on is actually being asked. Uh, there, there's a lot of uh, push to get the UN disbanded because they're inefficient, they're corrupt, they've done nothing. So I, I'm not exactly sure why you go to the UN to make this speech. But he went to the speech, and, and the first part of the speech was, was tough language. And it's talk. I mean, I'm sorry. Biden has does nothing but talk. He has no does no actions. As no nothing action. But then he started talking about climate change, LGBTQ rights, WEF globalist agendas, spending money on foreign countries. He actually said he wanted to spend $700 billion for other countries to be able to deal with climate change. I, I hate when they do this crap. You know, Joe, it ain't your money. It's our tax money. And if you haven't noticed, we've got problems here. Maybe stop spending money. But that's not what Joe Biden does because they believe in this modern monetary theory. You know, so I got to tell you, after hearing his speech today, I thought, you know what? Maybe, maybe it would be a good thing if Vlad Putin did launch a nuclear bomb into, into Ukraine. Maybe that would shock Joe Biden into realizing that, you know what? There is a world out there and they don't give a damn about climate change, human rights, LGBTQ plus RVX. Maybe something like that does need to happen. When we all realize, all of us in the United States, including our stupid freaking government, they realize, hey, 
Maybe we need to come together. Maybe that's something that will bring us together. I have always said the trans movement is a disaster since they started going after the children. I don't care what you identify as. I really don't. Man, woman, whatever. I'd even use your preferred pronouns. But keep the children out of it. And don't force me to believe that you are the sex that you're not. Most, here's the thing. The left, they're going after the kids. And they're actually pushing that stuff on them. They're making them take poison. They're making them cut off healthy tissue. They're mutilating the children. And the reality is, most people who go through these procedures actually regret it later. Hey, if you're 21 years old, 18 years, I'd even say 18 is younger, but if you're 18, 21 years old, go for it. That's what you want to do. That's what makes you happy. A 12-year-old should not be doing this. Well, here's the thing. The, uh, there's a new group running out called the anti-trans community. These are people who were transitioned and said, oops, this is a bad idea. A really bad idea. One of the leading trans activists is a gal named Chloe Cole. She started out as a boy, but by 12, she started identifying as a girl. Now, I, I, I think she had a double mastectomy, I think, when she was 15. And then at 16, she realized, oh my God, this was a mistake. 16, she realized it. She got, this is the problem with kids. This is why they can't vote. This is why they can't drive till 16. A lot, a lot of places can't drive till 18. Because kids can't make decisions like this. Life-altering decisions. Well, here she is. She was in front of the Congress. And Marjorie Taylor Greene took her out. And she made a speech. Now, the speech was about seven minutes long. I'm going to play only about two minutes of it. You should listen to the speech. It gets graphic where she describes what she went through, but really is worth a listen to. Um, here it is. Over the past decade, there has been as high as a 4,000% increase in children being referred to so-called gender clinics across the United States. I was one of these children. My name is Chloe Cole, and I'm an 18-year-old former transgender child. I transitioned from the age of 12 up until 16, when I realized it all was a lie. My story is cautionary tale. Children and parents across the country have been caught off guard by gender ideology. Discussions about gender, transgenderism and gender identity went from being a relatively benign social oddity to a doctrine that has invaded nearly every academic, medical, and educational institution, seemingly overnight. How did we get to this point? How did we get to the point where nearly every pediatric institution in the country considers it best practice to remove the healthy breast tissue of children while administering drugs typically used to chemically castrate high-risk sex offenders? Raising these important questions is not bigoted, and the refusal of activists to give straightforward answers should be seen as a major red flag. People across the entire political spectrum who believe that this practice is morally wrong have been told that they are fascists or bigots for even questioning this atrocity. Others have been convinced by self-proclaimed gender specialists that this is the only treatment that will not end in your child committing suicide. 
I believe Americans deserve to know the truth about this radical and perverse ideology marketed as necessary and life-saving health care. I was only 12 years old when I told my parents that I was a boy. Like many parents in that situation, they didn't have a clue what to do. They were scared and desperate for answers. They wanted what every parent wants for their child, for me to be okay and thrive. At 13 years old, on the advice of so-called medical professionals, I was put on puberty-blocking medication, and only a month later, I was given my first testosterone injection. The gender clinic presented my parents with the, with the classic false dichotomy regarding children with gender dysphoria. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living son? I mean, how does this not sound like a horrid story? And like I said, there's more to it. She does have a she does have a paper. If you type her name, Chloe Cole, she does have a paper. It's the first thing on on it's the first thing on Google. If you do a search, and it's only two pages. It sounds a lot like the speech. And it it basically says this is what I went through, and it's 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 graphic, it's violent, and this is done to a 16 year old, a 13 year old, and it's not like there's any time, uh, there there's any time a waiting time, I have to wait for a gun, longer, than a 12 year old has to wait for freaking um, drugs, hormones. There's no waiting time. Parents are not told what's going on. They don't know what's going on. And now we're hearing... Well, we'll get to that. This girl, who, by the way, is beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. Do you hear her voice? That's been done by the testosterones and the pu puberty blockers. She sounds like a boy. She's not. She looks like a girl. And she's extremely pretty. And they've destroyed her. She'll have health problems for the rest of her life. She, she's lost her breast. They don't even think she's going to be able to have children. They have destroyed this girl. Because a kid, a little kid at 12 years old, said she was a boy. Doctors said, oh, we need to affirm that. They injected her with poison and mutilated her. And the medical community is doing this for a reason. Money. Vanderbilt University has a gender transition clinic. So Daily Wire's Matt Walsh, who I listen to, I'm part of the Sweet Baby Gang, he decided to search their website and decided to, I guess, just walk over there. I'm not sure how he did it. Visit the clinic. He found that the clinic encouraged gender transitions for children as young as 13, actually violating some laws, they believe, including mastectomies, vaginoplasties, and they, they don't do this phalloplasties. Now, if you don't know what a vaginoplasty is, that's, <coughs> that's cutting off the penis and making it into a vagina. A phalloplasty is ripping off skin from the arm and, the, and the, typically the calf, and making a fake penis. And what's worse, on their website, they're openly saying this stuff. On their website, they, they held lectures. And one of the lectures said that they encouraged these surgeries because they brought in a lot of money. $100,000 for a vaginoplast vaginoplasty and a phalloplasty. 
they actually are advertising this. And then it gets worse. They threatened any clinical doctor, any of the clinic's doctors, who refused to perform these surgeries with firings. Hey, maybe you shouldn't work here if you don't want to cut the boobs off a, a 13-year-old girl. Maybe you shouldn't work here if you don't want to make a, a penis into a vagina on a 16-year-old boy. Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee heard Matt Walsh's uh, report either over Twitter or he actually watched his podcast and is now investigating the clinic on constitutional grounds. Today, the hospital removed their entire website. The, the entire website is gone. I'm going to cuss here, but I think the cussing is kind of important. This shit needs to stop. It needs to end. Common sense needs to be a thing now. All right, well, here's a good use of our taxes. Um, according to the Daily Wire, Denver plans to dole out free phones and $12,000 apiece to 140 homeless women and transgender and non-binary people over the next year as part of a bigger partnership with local nonprofit according with a local nonprofit according to a report. The money, which totals about $1.7 million, will come out of the $2 million funds for the American Rescue Plan. Yeah, that's the, the COVID plan that raised inflation to 10-9%. Um, under an act, the city council approved, according to Axios. The money comes with no strings attached and makes Denver the latest Democrat-run city to experiment with universal basic income. One of these guys is going to learn. And again, why are we wasting the American Rescue Plan money on this thing? Universal in basic income has been tried about 50 times over the last few years. It has never, ever worked anywhere, ever. It's been tried. Governments have implemented this. China, Cuba, you, the Soviet Union, they've all implemented universal basic income and they couldn't do it. And then what they ended up doing is just yeah, suppressing people. This is simple wealth redistribution. That's all this is. It doesn't work. Also, I got to say it, this is sexist. Only given women and people who are confused about their gender, money, and phones, so homeless men don't count? And by the way, homeless women don't count either. Who's BSing who? Homeless women are not getting anything out of this. This is all about giving transgender and non-binary people money. Finally, if this is about homelessness, why no strings? Most, most, most of these people on the streets, especially in Denver, which legalized pot about 10, 12 years ago, they have drug issues. Maybe if they got clean and they were told, well, we'll give you $12,000, but you got to be clean for a week or a month or a year. Then give them the $12,000. Maybe then they can take that $12,000, clean their asses up, go into a low-budget motel, 
take care of themselves, get a job, and then be independent. This crap San Francisco is still doing, and it doesn't work. In San Francisco, they'll give you a $600 tent to live on the street. They'll put you in hotel rooms, no strings attached. And meanwhile, these guys end up still strung out on something. It's stupid. Once again, this is a leftist city practicing failed policies that have been tried over and over and over again. And guess what's going to happen? It's going to fail again. And this time, we're just throwing out $1.7 million from a plan that was supposed to be used for COVID. (laughs) That's what's so funny. And that plan is sexist. All right. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I hope you have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene. Bye.